0: This is our second episode on gender.
1: There's no sub-theme, so it's more broad and we have more chance to explore gender uh, depending on the poems and what was brought up in class and our own thoughts on all of it.
0: So Lost Voices is the same poem that we chose. Okay, so first of all, this is a duet. Mm-hmm. And I really like how when he is talking, she still uses, um, she still talks from her point. So like she's still mouthing when he says the words and he's still mouthing when she says the words. It's like allyship, but also, um. People will only listen to minorities if others are speaking for them. Yeah. It's much easier to get, like, your voice heard mm-hmm.
1: oddly enough when it's, like, not you speaking. Yeah. I thought it was interesting how, like, when they, at the end, they switch back, but they're still mouthing along.
0: Yeah, I think they're like the use, They're yeah. talking their own,
1: they're, use, like, saying their own story, but the other person is still mouthing along, too. Yeah,
0: because I think it's more, like, this part is shared mm-hmm. between the minorities, and they can both, like, relate to it.
1: And they're, like, um, supporting, like, passing the mic. Yeah. So, like, they're still telling the same story, even mm-hmm. though it's not theirs. Yeah.
0: I really like the little lady is not my name. It is a title yes. to remind me of my place. I just... Ugh! Every single so day dampen. I get, like, called something other than my name. And it's so frustrating. <sighs> yes. Yeah, Everyone is left without a voice. Looking at your wound does not heal mine. Yeah. That was... Holy cow. I just...
1: You speak to no pain, you only fathom because we told you it was there. You know, nothing of silence until someone who cannot know your pain tells you how to fix it.
0: Just like the... If I get shot and you stab yourself in the knee... That's not the same. It's not the same thing. And looking... Seeing that you are in pain is not going to help my pain. Mm Mm-hmm. Ah.
1: Just, yes. All of it, yes. It's, it's like, it's kind of like the same thing of like, um... Mm -hmm. No matter what people, when people are when there's like a movement happening, and you're saying like, these people deserve more attention. There's always like somebody else who's like, yeah, but this happens to the to these other people too. Yeah, it's like you're not wrong, but right now we're focusing on this.
0: Yeah, like Black Lives Matter. Uh huh. And then the All Lives Matter. Yes, there are some other minority groups that are sh- also struggling, but right now we are focusing on the Black minority people of color who need the help now oh um i wrote down as if your body
1: isn't something you live inside of because um that was last week's with the survival yeah the survival poem and how like you 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 can still say their story but you're not going to get it right because you never experienced it
0: it's not true to you yeah. so you cannot speak it for it and also like with slam poems yeah when you're talking about like that has to be true oh my gosh wait i just thought of something like the little lady is not my name it is a title to remind me of my place like i was like looking at that the lost voices and then also shrinking women and the part that i like pointed out for structure also goes back to the title to remind me it's mm-hmm. i have been taught accommodation i have been taught to grow in i have learned to absorb and it's like we're taught to respond to all of these different names that aren't that aren't ours. We're taught to accommodate for literally everyone else besides ourselves. They also, that also like
1: goes with the um the women who love angels. Oh yeah, everything goes together. But like just um, all these poems fit so well together. What was it? When they die, it's in their sleep. Their spirits shaking gently loose from their host is too well-bred to protest. Like, we were talking about how um, you have to make your response fitting yeah. for the ears of the other person. Yeah. Yeah, that's
0: fine. This one. And then we have the page. Yeah, the page poem I still have pulled up. But I need a hero first. I need a hero. It's called Waiting for a Hero, my bad. Holding out. Holding out for hero, whatever. <laughs> Same thing. Shrek. Literally the only thing that crossed my mind while we were, like, listening to this was Shrek, and I don't know how to feel about it anymore. I, I feel like I'm always talking in circles about this
1: topic. Like, I talked for 20 minutes last time, because it's the whole... You kind of have to, like, feed into the stereotypes, but then also you didn't put them there in the first place, yeah. but then you continue contributing to them. Yeah. And so it's yeah, like, yeah. it's a never-ending cycle, because in order to be heard, you have to play into it, but then yeah. you're making it worse. So um, like...
0: Another I'm- thing that was like mentioned in class is like, yes, this song is completely objectifying men and like saying what she needs to an extent that it's not even possible. But also, there, I feel like there's something to be said about how she doesn't feel like she can do it herself. Like, she has been told so many times that she cannot do this without a man. Mm-hmm. She cannot live her life without a man. Um, she needs to hold out for a man who can come in and rescue her from whatever she's going through. And I feel like there's something that needs to be said about that.
1: Yeah, the, the whole, um, like, needing somebody to help with your own problems. I think, like, I, I definitely have a lot of issues with that. Just, like, you can, like, it's okay to be alone.
0: Yes. And, and, and it's, like, one thing
1: to recognize that, but another to actually accept that. Yes. Like, it's okay to go through through things alone. And oh, someone... is it the same thing with, like, the, the damsel in distress, like, the white the white a
0: you see? Like, that's the whole basic... Yeah, and along with that, the somewhere just beyond my reach, there's someone reaching back for me. Like, she is, like, attempting to reach out, mm-hmm. even if she doesn't want to. And there's someone else on the other side of this who's also reaching out, trying to save her. But maybe it's not, like society's views of a man so she's not accepting help yeah that's a good yeah that's a yeah
1: I was also thinking about um just beyond my reach like mm-hmm. um your like yourself but at different times in your life oh yeah because like you can never those parts of you will never meet that is because true of, like timelines yes I, did, I think I just realized that And then every every time it says the lightning and the sea, I was, I kept saying Zeus, Zeus.
0: Isn't there a white knight upon a fiery steed? donkey in Shrek. He turns into a white horse. Does he actually? Yeah. Is that for like the Cinderella thing? The Cinderella thing? Yeah, and then all the... the Oh yeah, well the fairy godmother turns like, Yeah. (laughs) And Sorry. then the fiery steed, the dragon. The only thing I can think of right now is Shrek. Fiery steed, dragon. Like, I hear this song and I just go, Shrek, the
1: dragon. Oh, I, the, um, Look I at like him. the, Look at him he, him go. he's gotta be sure, and it's gotta be soon. I think I focused on that part more than, um, like, he's gotta be strong and he's gotta be fast. Because, like, he, like, he's gotta be sure of that's more, like, definite
0: Yeah. Also, like, if he's fresh from a fight, isn't he going to be weaker? (gasps) Shrek is also fresh from a fight when he goes to sleep. (laughs) Sorry, I am sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) Literally, Shrek is the only thing on my mind, ever. Look at him, look at him go. (laughs) I'm sorry, um. They also these named, children's they name. also
1: named, um, Crush? What's, what's the...
0: Crush's child? The turtle? Yeah, Finding the big Nemo? one. His, is that Crush, or is that the little one?
1: Mm. The, uh, the dad one, like, you can go and interact with the, there's like a voice actor. Yeah. And like, you can interact with it some Disney place. And they like have, they like, there is canonical names.
0: For, like, all the turtles? Yes, yeah,
1: for all of them. Yeah.
0: Okay, but, like, Debbie, Coco, Bananas, Peanut, Parfait, and Eclair. That's so cute. They named them after food. Sorry. Um, sorry. Okay. Yes, sorry. Not Shrek. But also Shrek. I, don't think, I think there's also
1: significance in that till the end of the night. Is that, like...
0: Is she only waiting a certain amount of time?
1: And then also like till the end of the night could also be, like referring to death. Oh. Like
0: for like for my whole yeah. life. It's like at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, let me say at the end of the day? It's like the same thing.
1: Also, that I could swear there's someone somewhere watching me. I was thinking this was this was like. There's also like a different turn of like stalker, and I need somebody to save me.
0: <sighs> Ooh.
1: Like there's like multiple levels to this. If you want to, like If you do, want it, yeah. Like I can feel his approach like a fire in my blood, like stalker.
0: Stalker, yeah. Where have all Late the good at men night are to gone?
1: Like where have all the good men gone? Yeah. And where are all the gods? Like who's gonna.
0: Late at night I toss and turn and, and dream of what, what I, I need. need. Cause there's a man outside my window. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sadie and Maude. Yeah. Yay! Um, yeah. The only thing I was thinking about was, who's the oldest? Maude. It's gotta be Mod. Because cause it's first in line. Maude went to college, Sadie stayed at home. I think that's, um, I feel like there is importance of like, the age difference. Yes. For some reason that was like...
0: Um, Maude is a cool
1: name. Uh... Because, like, when you're first, yes. it's, like, whatever like you do, and in the... you're, like, setting the bar. hmm It's... So, like, when Maude went to college and Sadie stayed at home, there was probably, like, disappointment. Yeah. Dif- for differently, for each one.
0: I'm literally going to be relating this to myself, but yes. Go on. Yes.
1: Well, there's always, there's always like, that
0: comparison. Between, like, the oldest and the youngest. Your siblings don't do this, so you need a shape-up or whatever. Yeah. Because Steven's going to college. He went to college straight out of... I'm just relating this to myself. I hope that's okay. Is it? Yeah, we're making... Okay. We're making meaning for ourselves. Yes. So Steven went to college right out of high school. In-state. And now he's in Ohio with an internship. We're moving. Like, no money. And, um, no idea of anything. We are scrapping our lives. We are going back through everything and deciding what we want. Uh, it may not be, like, the best choice, but, like, who cares? We're doing it. It's our life. But Stephen's always, like, the smart one who does everything perfectly and I'm just the reckless one yeah
1: I think it's I think it's interesting too because like for me I was always like the straight a student or whatever Mm -hmm. and so like there was pressure for Julia and then like burnout hit because I was just like probably playing a role pretty much yeah because like that that was my only identity for a long time was like I'm a good student that's like pretty much that's me and then now I just, like, fully don't care. Yeah. And I'm, like, going to, like, literally ditch everything just to move to Pennsylvania. And, like, people will, like, ask me, and I'm, like, there's not really a reason I'm just going to. Like, wasn't Pennsylvania? I'm, like...
0: Nothing. Nothing, really. Absolutely nothing. That's why I'm doing it.
1: I'm, like, because it's, it's different because I can write my own, yeah. like, story cheese. Because before, oh, yeah. like, I was, like, f- like playing a role, but now I'm...
0: Yeah. Like, and like changing the narrative back wow. to like the uh, why are you like leaving why are you going to pennsylvania what's there like yes we have one friend <laughs> there yeah. um and then we have kelly a few hours away then we have milo a few like an hour away and then like star in canada which would be more accepted accessible and sunny's in canada but in general there's not a reason for us to move There's nothing there. Yeah. Besides our want to be independent and have our own lives the way that we want them. And I feel like that's what Sadie did.
1: And yeah. There is a choice for each person. Yes. Like, sure, like at the time, maybe staying at home was like the ideal. Yes. But I think like choosing to do something different than your sibling. Is like significant, yeah, yeah, there's like something with that mm-hmm. because, like, we were talking about with what was it, was it like family and how, um, or I guess maybe social, social class too, like, when you're like college, yeah, gives you more opportunities theoretically, um, because of like social networking and stuff mostly, because that's yeah. really all that you anyway that's another topic but but like Sadie had his like scrape life with a fine-tuned coat fine, fine 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 tooth, tooth comb, comb because like she stayed at home and then and she then she like, ended up like having children and that was like a big thing that yeah. everyone like placed shame upon her with and then also like the last the last stanza I'm thinking of like, Maude, who went to college, is a thin brown mouse. She's living all alone in this old house. Like, Maude was the oldest, and, like, her going to college was, like, something different at the time. Yeah. And then, like, she lost her voice because Sadie got all of this, like, shame because of mm-hmm. her choosing to do and, like, have children. Like, keeping them under her name and stuff.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I guess, like, also the... And then also returning um... home. Yeah, the, no, it's fine. Uh, The, uh, under her maiden name, like, she didn't even give them up for adoption. She fully kept those kids, whether she wanted to or not in the time. And yet still, like, as growing up as Catholics, um, I don't know why I said it like that, but uh, we have been taught that don't get pregnant, but if you get pregnant, no abortion. But also, don't keep the children. So it's like because like yeah. master child. No, like, actively, Mercy has kicked out like three people for they, yeah. getting pregnant, and then still having the child. Yeah, that's. I'm like, what do you what are you wanting? Do you want them to have an abortion? Because you would have kicked them out either way. They're choosing life,
1: and, and yet you
0: are still. But like, yes. anyways, uh. She chose that, she chose to raise those children, and yet her entire family is still like, how could you? Mm-hmm. Like, how dare you have kids? How dare this happen to you? How dare you let them live? How dare you give them a life? How dare you give them love?
1: Yeah. I feel like, because under her maiden name tells you two things. Like, yeah, they were born out of wedlock, but also like, you, you write that. But yeah. like, that is a choice. Like It's a choice to say like, yes, you are mine. And like choosing like your name and not like the father's. Yes. And like choosing to.
0: Ta- raise them and like. Yeah. Cause I feel like.
1: Cause it, do you have to? How does child support work? Like, uh, if you, you put his name dude, I don't know. on. If you put his name on it, like, is there any responsibility, like,
0: I think, for that? I think so.
1: So then she's like, she's like cutting all ties, and mean like you want are mine. My,
0: yeah and it's like with me at least like my mother did not raise me under her maiden name i'm not gabe agler i'm yagmore like it's like she like not only did she have them under her name but she also like to keep that as your last name to keep that as their last name she needs to raise them mm-hmm. so it's like she's given all that time and all that care for them
1: and then like in the end even though Maud like searched this like glamorous life that was like different yeah like she comes home and she's alone and like her sister's shame like out outshadowed like her success yeah and so like she's back at the house
0: at the end of the day you're going to be alone yeah sorry <laughs> um moral of the story death yeah because they both ended up alone yeah
1: yeah i'm thinking about the word the language is so weird yeah i don't know like she scraped life with a fine-tooth comb because like that's not usually how you use that like phrase like fine-tooth comb yeah and then um sadie was one of the livingest chits in all the land Or living is living is. Like what does that mean? And then they struck out from home. Yeah. I don't know, like
0: the language is so It's so old. Oh I didn't actually think about that.
1: I just these were these were like kind of hard for me. Like this one.
0: This one specifically was Yeah.
1: Like when I when I saw it, I was just like I don't know. It it sometimes it takes dean like saying something for me to be like
0: oh, oh i i, I see yeah i yeah. see where you are coming from i i don't know i guess i can relate it to me and steven like completely yes do i relate to the poem and can i make it more of that Also, no. like is it anything with gender because like dean
1: was talking about how like
0: oh yeah Oh yeah. Like Wait. Right. This entire topic has to be about gender. Uh, yeah. yeah. I
1: like because when I read it, I was like, I don't know what this has this to do with gender. Just
0: women. Like two different, two different expectations of women. Yeah. In society.
1: Because like that that was like her perspective, but like I just yeah. didn't see that until she said it.
0: Yeah.
1: So like your two choices. Yeah. And everyone's disappointed that you, of, uh, uh, disappointed. You got this. Yeah. Disappointed in you. Of you. In you. In, in you. One of the prepositions.
0: About you. Above you. About, above, according to, across, over, against, around.
1: They're disappointed against you.
0: They're so. disappointed around you. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, I think that's where we're going to end. Everything at. ends in disappointment. And aloneness and death. If you're a woman. <laughs> if you were born female, expect nothing but death. Oh my god. This is well. This is great. Thank you. (laughs) All right, uh, my first, my page poem that I chose. So I chose Moon for Our Daughters by Annie Finch. Honestly, I just like how this sounds. There isn't much to it. Um, Moon that is linking our daughter's choices and still more beginnings threaded alive with our shadows. These are our bodies own voices, powers of each of our bodies threading unbroken beginning. Flowers from each of our bodies These are our spiraling borders, carrying on your beginnings, chaining through shadows to daughters, moving beyond our beginnings, moon of our daughters and mothers. Um, Moon that is linking our daughters, choices, and still more beginnings. Um, Every choice that we make has a beginning and will create... An outcome. Every choice that we make has an outcome. Threaded alive with our shadows, these are our bodies own voices. So like, I don't know, I just- this poem's so pretty. Um, as a person who was born a female, my voice does not get listened to, and I feel like a lot of people have this problem. Uh, females don't really- get a voice. We still recognize that our voice is our body's voice, powers of each of our bodies threading, unbroken, beginning. All of us have significance, whether or not society wants to see it or otherwise. Flowers from each of our bodies, these are Our spiraling borders, carrying on your beginnings, chaining through shadows to daughters, moving beyond our beginnings. So when you have a child, you move on from only you and you pass down your heritage, your ancestry to a new being. You chain what you have gone through to your children and let them begin. And through everything and through all of your um, pain and struggles, you and your mood and experiences and your relationships are going to be waning and waxing like the moon. And I just think it's a really nice comparison. And And then my second one, my lyrical poem is called Cynical fairy tale by Egg. Um so personally Tangled is my favorite Disney movie. Like from ages Oh dear eight to fifteen every single birthday I had was based off of Rapunzel Everything was Rapunzel. I wanted to be her. Um, in the sense that I'm adopted and I feel as though I am a lost prince because I've always been kept in this house, always told that I'm the one doing everything wrong, that my parents are right, that they know best, they know what's great for me um but my biological mother is allowed to see me sometimes but i don't have a very like i have a decently no i have a very good relationship with her but we're not super close because i'm scared of getting close to her okay anyways um So, cynical fairy tale. In this isolated tower in the middle of nowhere, it gets a little lonely, but I don't let down my hair. Because close relationships are far more stressful than they seem. I'd rather face reality than chase a silly dream. Mother knows best. She claims to know the future. I'll fall in love, live happily ever after with my suitor. To be honest, I'd prefer avoiding all the hassle. I'm fine inside my tower. Really, I don't need a castle. So, F love. I don't really understand it. 18 years with no luck, I feel stranded. Drifting through the water, I just want to see the light, but the fog is awfully stubborn and the feeling's never right. So, F love really was the purpose other than to make me feel uncomfortable and nervous, overthinking every single thing I want to say. Will it make you think I'm stupid? Will it make you run away? So, just that first part. Honestly, in my experience, women are very guarded. We are guarded in everything Um, We are told, if you can't handle this relationship, then don't be in one at all. Um, If you, like, if you can't be everything that I want, then don't be in a relationship at all. Um, We're always told by our parents or society that they know what's best for us and we can't make our own decisions. We need to be the damsel in distress We need to wait for that Prince Charming to come and save us, but honestly, I can save myself, I can be my own Prince, and also I'm not straight, so I don't want a Prince Charming. Mother knows best, she claims to know the future, I'll fall in love, live happily ever after with my suitor. In my experience. So my family goes to barn dances, and at these barn dances, everyone is always trying to set me up with another guy. And like, that's cool and all, like, sure, but they're usually like two to three years older than me. They're rednecks and I have a boyfriend. Um, so it's like, yikes. Um, I'm fine inside my tower, really. I don't need a castle. F love. I don't understand it. 18 years with no luck, I feel stranded. Drifting through the water, I just want to see the light. But the fog is awfully stubborn and the feeling's never right. Um, I feel as though, like, whenever I'm trying to do absolutely anything with my boyfriend or, like, just call him. My parents are always like, um, no, here's this one guy that could probably make you feel the same, but it's never right. It is never right. Um, overthinking every single thing I want to say. Will it make you think I'm stupid? Will it make you run away? Um Trying to impress society and trying to impress your parents. Always, like, afraid that something that you say or do if you slip up will make everyone turn against you mother um no i skipped a thing i guess i always figured that i'd be in love by now so i try to force my feelings hoping it'll work somehow my friends all have their princes and i'm feeling left behind will i ever understand or will i always be this blind i feel as though society pressures us as young women to uh thank you um. to get into relationships at a young age and make sure that they stick because if they don't stick then you are a failure you are wrong you aren't enough for the boy um mother knows best she tells me not to worry just wait a couple years and love will find me in a hurry But honestly, it's looking like the odds are pretty slim. Given that Flynn Rider's out there, I'd probably reject him. I took that as... Um... Society. You know? Just, they're always like, get into a relationship. He's your Prince Charming. He's going to save you. Um, no. No thanks. Um... Um, ooh, I'm skipping a bit. Mother knows best and she claims to know the future. I'll fall in love and live happily ever after with my suitor. And if I'm being honest, it doesn't sound that bad, but I blew the only shot at that I think I ever had. So F love, I don't even deserve it. I've tried my best, but I'm still far from perfect. Watching from the windows, wishing I could feel the same, but my feelings are defective. I guess I'm the one to blame. F love, go ahead, call me a cynic, but a happy ending is so unrealistic. What's the point in trying if I know it won't work out and I'll earn a broken heart that I'd be better off without? Um, I don't even deserve it. I've tried my best. I wish I could feel the same, but my feelings are defective and I'm the one to blame. It's just like, oh my gosh, no. No. Uh, We aren't the ones to blame for not feeling attraction towards this one guy or not being in a relationship at 17, 18, or even 15. When I was 15, all my friends had relationships and I was just like, uh, sure. You're my boyfriend, I guess. And I didn't even like him and then he cheated on me, but it's fine. Um, It's like... Wow. We really do blame ourselves for everything that men don't approve of. That's just my take. I also just really like this song. It's called Cynical Fairy Tale" by Egg, if you want to listen to it. Um, highly suggest. Anything by Egg is actually really good. She takes, like, music and then we'll spin it to make it sound eerie or um not right in quotations so like hey there delilah they changed it so that it sounded more creepy um it just uh, it sounds so cool um so yeah that's my take
1: poem is sweet sis Team by daisy and the scouts oh my gosh sorry i actually have <laughs> i did the other day i was uh trying to spell daisy as gender neutral and uh and this is that that was just i didn't even i didn't even notice that until now Anyway, so uh, I didn't really know what to do because I, for some reason, well, songs are always hard for me because I just, I can't find them. I always like know good songs, but like trying to go back and be like, yes, this was this song I felt strong feelings for and this was about gender and I can remember that for this week just, like, not a thing, and my friend, like, put it in our Discord server, whatever, and then, um, I listened to it, and I was like, okay, yes, I can use this for this week, um, surprisingly, even though we both, like, are not cis, we haven't talked about, like, this part of it, I guess, so here's a chance, um, even though I, like, hmm, mine I'm a little different he he ha ha because I okay I don't like labels so I'm never gonna I I just won't call myself trans because that feels gross because I feel like I'm not trans I'm just not cis so like but if I were to pick a label for whatever I am I would say demigirl so like yes girl but also not so some of this I just can't relate to, and that's fine. I'm just going to uh, break it down instead of read it, because I don't know. I I just, yeah, I'm, that's what I'm going to do right now. Okay, so Sweet Sixteen. Obviously, it's like a play on words, you know, like Sweet Sixteen. That's like a big moment, supposedly. Apparently, that's like a thing. Well, yes, that is... <laughs> there are parties people will throw... Um, That is a thing. But like then also like being 16 is like a big momentous. It's your first like uh, validation that you're a young adult kind of. Because you uh, have gained the huge responsibility of being able to. Sorry, there's a box right here and I'm just a lot of hand motions. (laughs) Being able to drive yourself around and like have. I don't know, I fully don't know what the word autonomy means, but I feel like this is what it means. Like, have the autonomy to make those decisions and about where you want to be and where you're going to go. Don't want to be somebody's mother. Don't want to be a wife. Um, There are, there's like two parts of this. So like, fully, whoever, the band. Or maybe he's just one person. I have no idea. Um, could just fully like not want to be a parent and not somebody's spouse, like not wanting to do, um, like play those roles. I guess in society, like because those are those are very much forced—not forced upon us, but like highly suggested—that uh, you do. You know, like if if you're not going to be a priest, basically then, uh, you know, you should be married and have kids. Which, like, you don't have to do. Being single is a vocation as well. Additionally, if we're talking about people assigned female at birth, there's that part of, I don't want to be a mother, don't want to be a wife, because that is something that is highly suggested for you. It's, like, highly suggested for everyone in society, but, like, more specifically... For females, like when are you gonna get married? When are you gonna have kids? Is asked a lot when you're, you know, in college, I guess. Um, also, like, do you have a boyfriend yet? Th- those kind of questions are asked a lot. But also, like, they ask, do you have a boyfriend? But they don't want you to like have a child like wedlock. But they do want you to get married and have kids. It's the like, yeah, that's a whole thing for Asian people as well, which I wanted to point out. But then there's also the part of like the words mother and wife to some people those are just like really like gross words you know like just no I don't want to be a mother I don't want to be a wife that's disgusting I I can be a parent you know like I just don't there's just like yeah I don't there's no you can't really explain dysphoria just like yeah um tell me that i'm all you're scared of i think that's that's that can be part a lot of things all of this can be a lot of things um that can be like females are scary i guess like unpredictable or whatever all of the like wild teen things stereotypes that are associated with that I guess, um, and then also, like, not being cis is, like, scary to some people, and then there's the, so are you a boy, or are you just your trauma? I'm not a broken thing, or one eye or the other. Um, the idea of not being a part of the binary just doesn't make sense to a lot of people, and so it's, yeah, that's part of that, and then there's also the are you just your trauma? Yeah, a lot of us have trauma because the world sucks. But your gender identity doesn't have any relationship to that. Yes, you have trauma because you were told that you're something you're not, and that's just really confusing for a long time. And that's like, that's just something that you're not. You can't escape that, really. Well, at least we couldn't. We can change that in the future or at least try to but yeah it's like I'm not I'm not I'm not broken and I'm not one or the other I'm just myself and like there's no way one you don't deserve an explanation for that and two like there isn't really one like sometimes that's just like if you have a label that's awesome like that's sick like you're able to say explain who you are and other people can relate to that. Like, there is community there, and that's awesome. But sometimes there just isn't, and that's okay. Sweet cis I think it's also, like, an ode to, like, your younger self who thought they were cis. Or maybe not, because some people just n- always knew they weren't. But for me, like, I still call my younger self, like, she, her. Because, like, I was. I don't know. I didn't a lot of people don't but like that's just for me um i can't leave the house every time i bleed per month can't reclaim what you don't know as dysphoria and i don't hate myself i'm just a dead name and you're in my way Uh, yeah there is like multiple parts to the i can't leave the house every time i bleed per month but since the uh preceding no pre is the post no it's succeeding um the succeeding line is can't reclaim what you don't know as dysphoria so i'm just gonna relate it to that aspect um yeah that is a like female reproductive system and um that is like really dysphoria inducing to a lot of people especially if you're more like masculine more trans in a masculine way but like a lot of people don't just like don't think about that part of being trans like you still I mean yeah a lot of people talk about sex when you're trans and like how whatever's in your pants some people are just like really interested in that but like you don't think about the effects of that Uh, and I don't hate myself I'm just a dead name and you're in my way yeah just I don't hate myself you're just wrong that's not who I am Then halfway through the song, like almost exactly, um, it switches to be more aggressive. The first part is really pretty. Very pretty. And it's like, I I don't know eras. I just don't. I'm super bad with history. But it's like, I'm assuming like 90s. Like the first half. Just very indie and very much what a lot of, well, I guess people part of the LGBTQ plus community like listen to. To be trans is to be your own pallbearer, to carry the weight of a dead person around with you. My gender can't speak, but even if it could, it'd stay it'd stay hidden in the corner of every room, trying to keep quiet anyway. Yeah, because you 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 carry the weight of all you were before, you know, before, either before you knew, or before you were able to say anything about it, because you will, you can't escape that you were that person, even if. You weren't really like you had those experiences, but you weren't the identity you claimed to be, or people claimed you were. um My gender can't speak, but even if it could, stay hidden in the corner of every room. That is like a big part of like what we've been talking about with femininity, like last week, and then especially with uh the slam poems. We talked about it a little bit with um, drinking women or woman. I think like you just you don't want to be loud about it like like for me like I just like don't I don't need to come out to anybody like I'm just not going to really like if people when people will be like yeah name and pronounce and then I'll tell you but it's like unless we're like talking about it like I'm just not really gonna come out to you because I just don't care like it doesn't really matter that much to me and yeah and there's that fear of like staying hidden in the corner of every room so like not in the closet right but like in the corner and like uh quieted and kind of like beating around the bush like you are just yes but also don't worry about it it's okay like (laughs) trying to keep quiet anyway despite the fact that like it may be obvious or whatever like you know stereotypically you can tell Learn to piece my parts together on an assembly line. Learn to code a language where I am not excluded. There's a lot of that, I think. Um, Like, for me, there's, like, also, like, that whole, like, faith struggle. And then now I, like, kind of, like, coded a language where I'm not excluded. Like, there's a lot of things that I've kind of, like, wrapped, like, warped, I guess, in my mind to make me fit in. Which is maybe wrong, but then also maybe everyone else is wrong it's something that we just like won't know because I feel like I don't think that anyone else is wrong but I also feel like I can't be wrong either I guess I should I'll be more specific like I guess you know like God does not have a gender right and so I'm like well If we're made in his image and likeness, why would we? Yes, we have a sex, so we can reproduce. But, like, we don't have to have a gender. Like, why? We don't. I mean, well, we can have a gender identity, but, like, we don't have to be anything. And that was, like, kind of, that was, that, like, had to be established in my mind before I could, like, ever accept that I wasn't. cis. If my gender had a pair of arms, it'd point out all the rallies I didn't get the invitation for, how in the second wave we fought for gender equality and limited the number to two. This kind of speaks for itself, but um, I think in a lot of ways, like we lose the meaning of definitions. They get convoluted very often. Like whenever we have movements and we have like definitions of things, I feel like there's um, there's not enough, like, defining what that means. And so people kind of take their own ideas and run with it. And it's, like, caused a lot of issues in various ways. But, like, for example, like, feminism means, like, gender equality. Like, there needs to be equal rights for women and men. That was, like, what that was. But it kind of has been a mess. And like well, I not it it's not gender equality because that was mostly like equal rights for women and men. Gender equality is obviously like, it's more inclusive is what I'm saying that there is the only reason they're different. Um, yeah, but that's saying second wave feminism, by in the second wave. Um, if my gender could be sold, it wouldn't fit inside the pages of MS Magazine. If my gender had legs, it would sprint, catch up with all the progress that feminism is making, all the effing progress that turf feminism is making. Um, turf feminism being like excluding trans people. Um, I don't know what Emma's Magazine means, but yes, kind of goes with the first part. That's all I have for this, I think. I think I explained everything as I went. So I'll say summary in the conclusion, I guess. Yeah. My page poem is If by Rudyard Kipling. And this is focusing on like masculinity um, and like the rules for men. I felt like we didn't really, we didn't really talk very much about that we kind of uh, referred to it in Holding Out for a Hero, but it was more, yeah, it, it wasn't very like deep, I guess. Um, so, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you but make allowance for their darting too if you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about don't deal in lies or being hated don't give way to hating and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise if you can dream and not make your dreams your master if you can think and not make your thoughts your aim if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools or watch the things you gave your life to If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch, if neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. That was recorded anxiously, if you couldn't tell, before school, so that was why it was so rushed. And so my mouth was dry, and I was rushing and out of breath, and my words were all anxious. But yeah, just for an explanation, because that was like one minute and 40 seconds of anxiety, and here's clarification. I am okay. Looking at form and structure. It is organized um, sort of in couplets, but it's not really by stanza. It doesn't, um, yeah, it's not separated after the two lines, but the second line is like indented. And rhyme scheme is A, B, A, B, C, D, C, D, E, F, E, F, throughout. And I really like how it's organized like that. Yeah, I have a lot of memories in eighth grade of, like, learning about poetry. So I really like specific things like this. It just makes me happy when, um, there is, like, structured like that. Like, with sonnets and stuff. I just really like the structure. Parts of things and, like, literary elements. Um, what I think is really cool about this poem is how it was at least published in the 1940s. But a lot of this is, like... Largely prevalent today. Obviously, the language is different, but the meaning is still very important. And this is focusing on masculinity because at the end it says, you know, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. But it still can be applied to anyone, even though some things have heavier weight when focusing on masculinity and like the stereotypes and pressures of being a man. It's kind of it's a little more difficult to break it down than like usual just because of a lot of it is like kind of self explanatory. But yeah, I just this poem is gorgeous. Basically like be level headed, be able to persevere and make solutions in dire situations, even though everyone else around you is struggling and calling it like your fault. You have to be able to save everything. Basically, trust yourself and like know who you are, even when everyone else around you doesn't believe in you, but also make sure you give room for their doubting. Like don't shut, don't shut everyone else's opinions like down kind of be patient, but don't like, don't be a doormat kind of don't stick it out too long because you're just being, you're just waiting for something that's never going to happen. Like, the definition of insanity is expecting a different outcome while doing the exact same thing over and over again. And it's like, you can wait, not be tired of waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating. Yeah, don't look too good or talk too wise. Like, leave room for perfection, basically. Don't do anything that's worth somebody lying about you or hating you. And never, never lie yourself. Don't give in to hatred. Don't be too... Appealing, I guess, and don't talk too wise, you know, because that's like off-putting. All of those little things—it's like kind of hard to explain because if you read it, you can kind of like make those inferences on your own. But yeah, the language is is really pretty. I th- think there's a lot of personification. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools or watch the things you gave your life to, broken and stoop and build them up with worn out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your long after they are gone and so, hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. It's, it's a lot of, like, the give and take. Um, and, like, it mentions virtue in the last stanza, but um, on either side of virtue, there is a vice. So, it's like the middle ground. You can't be to one side or the other. You have to be perfectly in between. You have to be hopeful But don't be naive. Be aware of how to live. Like, live your life. But don't let those small aspects control you. Be happy. Be a good person. But don't don't do anything too flashy to make people hate you. When you fall, get back up again. And never, never mention anything about your hard times and your struggles. Keep pushing and pushing and pushing even when there's nothing more to give be able to like speak speak in loud, large crowds and be able to be professional enough to like talk to really important people but be able to relate to the lowest of people of citizens as well you know use up every every second of life don't take anything for granted. Yours is the earth. And everything that's in it. Which is more you'll be a man. My son. Um, man is capitalized. Which is. I think kind of focusing on. Maybe it's more focusing on. Humanity. And not necessarily masculinity. Who um, truly know what it means to be man. A part of mankind. You know. And then the my son. I think there's like a lot of of struggles with that part of for men like not being worthy of being called someone's child because of respect or something like I don't want to associate with you because you know you you're ruining my image and everything that I've built up you know you're destroying and you're being so reckless and all this stuff like if you're not perfect if you're not continuing what I've built with my bare hands then you're not, you're not worthy of being called my son, you know? Even though we're all just trying to live, like, for most of our life, we're just learning what it means to be, be human. But since the bor- minute we're born, we're supposed to be perfect. And that's really hard to live up to. So, I mean, I guess this doesn't necessarily have to be about gender. But, um, if we're focusing on the gender part, like, there's, there's just a lot of expectations for men. Yes, it can be applied to everyone, but, like, especially that part with, like, fatherhood and, like, being connected to your, your father, like, you have to live up to a lot of expectations. Just everyone around you, everyone in your family, like, there's always going to be people older than you who have done amazing things that you have to try to live up to, but also like, don't go too far because then you're making them look bad. It's a very fine line, like, I'm just imagining like a balance beam, like you can't any small move and you're in the wrong. And that's like really hard to grow up in. Like a lot of the issue is like, we have to be more accepting for everyone. It's one thing to be like, there's so much wrong with our society and our structure It's important for us to like vent that, the fact that we are here, but we also have to like make a change for everyone. Everyone should feel like they are worth existing because of their identity. You should never feel like you owe anyone around you to be more or less of who you are. I feel like gender kind of goes into identity. I mean obviously there's gender identity and gender expression but like a large part of the issues that we're struggling with with gender kind of goes with identity and i was um i was thinking about the conclusion earlier before i am recording this i was just like looking back at things and it deals a lot with poverty as well like i think there's like a poverty of self with a gender because we talked about we were talking about the slam poem lost voices um, I was thinking about, like, just listening to it back. A lot of it relates to, like, standardized testing, you know, because we talked about how we need to pass the mic. Give the people who know the struggles the chance to talk, even if we are in a point of privilege where we know we will be listened to. Like, because this is a teacher who works with people who, are, who don't have the privilege that she does. And... And, like, she's struggling with that that idea of, like, you know, standardized testing and, and seeing, like, multiple aspects to it and, and trying to figure out how to make a change. And then also acknowledging the fact that it's not her place to speak for those that are living in poverty, even though it's extremely difficult for them to be listened to because of their lack of privilege um because like with poverty we're talking about how poverty means um a lack of resources money education social capital which results in unique lived experiences and phenomena like i think this this is heavily related to poverty because it's it's a different it's a different type of poverty That, like, poverty of self, I guess, is what I think I would call it. But it's just, you're never enough or you're too much. And those are, like, the constant battle that we deal with all the time. And, like, holding out for a hero, like, you have to lean into that sometimes in order to get anywhere. But you can't, you can't make anyone else fill impossible shoes either. And then if we're looking at Sadie and Maude, you know, like you you just, you can't do anything right. Like you either, you go to college or you stay at home and no matter what, you end up alone and you'll always disappoint someone with whatever you do. It's just the like hard reality of nothing you can ever try to do will be right. In somebody's eyes, you'll be wrong, but it's still worth trying. No matter what, we still have to fight for equality for a chance for hope we have to trust that someday we'll be better we have to start the change that we recognize in our generations like we have to look at the separations the schisms and try to mend it through our actions which is hard it's a never ending cycle but if you focus on how like we talked with Sadie and Maude like you always end up alone No matter what, there would be disappointment and death and, you know, but you have to, you can't dwell in that. You have to focus on the potential, the potential of love and equality. Gender means expectations, but there's a way to dilute those expectations and just be human and fight for hope and love and joy and life.